In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Oh, g'day there, MJK. What up? Uh, you know, just life and things, Sunday afternoons, the movies, podcasts, Tell me about footy it. season. You like, said it. There's a lot going on at the moment. So, or is there? Or is there? So we should uh, probably just podcast about it, shouldn't we? Why not? Well, it is season nine, episode ten of not another podcast, which makes it our finale episode for this season, which yeah. is very exciting. A, a break. <laughs> we're going on hiatus, mid-season. No, not mid-season. End of season break. Be back uh, whenever. So there'll be a cliffhanger at the end of this episode. Yeah, we will leave a cliffhanger. That's a great idea because uh, much of this is improvisation. <laughs> there you okay. go. There's a uh, case in point. Um, so we'll be BRB with some MCU. Redemption. Here we have our segment, Gone in 60 Seconds. It's MJK is going to answer as many MCU-related questions as he can in one minute. Yes, he is. The time starts at the end of the first question. Good luck. Thank you. What was the name of the missile that Tony Stark was demonstrating in Afghanistan just before his convoy was attacked? Pass. After escaping from the US, where was Bruce Banner in hiding and working in a bottling plant Mumbai no way Brazil yes have you got a city no pass okay what was the name of the radiation that Steve Rogers was subjected to that turned him into a super soldier Gamma nope damn it what was the name of Jane Foster's ex-boyfriend oh Trevor nope as part of her cover in which country did Natalie Rushman work as a model who's Natalie oh um yeah that was her alias France no okay true or false Algram is a member of Asgard's The Warriors 3 true no. No, he's not. To Jesus. steal which medal did Hawkeye go to Stuttgart where the oh, Avengers... Okay. When we first met pre-transformation Steve Rogers, which city's resident was he posing as? Oh, I'm going to... I know he's from Brooklyn, but I don't know where he said mm. he was from. Pass. The events of which film are referenced to when the Red Skull discovers the Tesseract in the church? Jesus Christ. What are all these questions? Yeah, right. So Puerto it's another Rico? film outside of the MCU I that's being know. referenced. Which of these... Oh, Jesus Christ. Here's a fun story. We don't have to go back and review that at all. But do you want to know the answers? I would love to. Okay. Yeah. Let's just... From the top. Here we go. From the top. All right. The first one was... What was the missile? The name of the missile was Jericho. Okay. So, yeah. look, you do get a point, really. Bruce Banner was in Brazil. The answer here is Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, So, give yourself half. Okay. The super soldier stuff is called Vita Ray. Vita Ray. Vita Ray. Gamma radiation is, I think, Fantastic Four. Gotcha. Yeah, Correct. Okay. Uh, the ex-boyfriend of Jane Foster is Dr. Donald Blake. Nope. Don't remember that at all. Yeah. Nash, Nat- Natalie, sorry, Rushman worked as a model in Japan. Okay, that story checks out because the <laughs> Japanese would love her. And it was false that Algram is a member of Asgard's yeah, The I Warrior knew, Free. I, and I, you I knew, knew it after you said yeah. it. Uh, to steal metal, where did... Um, the Avengers first have their confrontation with Loki. 
which metal, sorry, was iridium. Yep, would never have gotten Pre-transformation, that. Steve Rogers was posing as a resident of Paramus. Oh, how the f- that's I not don't even, know. That sounds like a Greek fucking dead guy or something. And the last one was, in which film are... Re- the events of which film are referenced to okay, just when the Red me, Skull, yeah, blah, 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, uh, yeah, that Jones. does make sense because they do the whole... He picks it up like the thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Like a little throwback to original Indiana Jones, radio. Yeah. Damn, that was uh, testing you there. Look, to be honest, if you asked me those same questions, I would have known zero. You at least went, oh, yeah, got close with Brazil and knew that it was false after you said true. I would have had no idea. I would have been relying on 50-50 for true or false, and that's about it. Jade, I really appreciate okay. the pumping up of the tyres, yeah. but let's just move on. It was uh, right. it was quite uh, footy season's back. I'm going <laughs> with positives right now. Here we go. <laughs> Next segment, boys and girls. I knew it was a joke, because well, otherwise yeah. it would have meant we would have been, we would have hung out three weeks in a row. <laughs> we're just trying to work out when we last podcast. We realised it's already four weeks ago. And we're like, thought we were much more efficient this time round. Yeah. But uh, time flies when you walk, work full time and have a life, really. So, well, yeah, I mean, I work full time and the life parts kind of... <laughs> more questionable. Yeah. <laughs> But it doesn't mean we haven't watched a bunch of things since we last chatted. So today's episode is a little bit later going to focus on the show The Last of Us, Scream 6 and Cocaine Bear. But for now, let's discuss what we've watched in the last four weeks. Rock, paper, scissors time, MJK. Winner goes first from memory. This is honestly, yes, we're not discussing that. The winner goes first. And again, I just want to point out this is one of my favorite things to do. On an audio-only <laughs> podcast. It's fun for me. All that's right. what matters. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Cut, snip. Uh, just I for was scissors. Jade was yet again scissoring for a victory. <laughs> and it won. Yeah. Well, I won. And My I just, technique won. I just got a paper cut. I listened to the album literally just yesterday. Just like a paranoia. It's like a whirlwind inside of my head. It's like I can't stop what I'm hearing within. It's like a feeling. Oh, what a band. All right. Well, you got Since last, I watched the limited series Bad Behavior, which was on Stan. It's an Australian series, only six episodes. My hook into it was the Australian actress that was on the um, Amazon Prime show, The Wilds. I was like, oh, she's kind of cool. Let's suss out what this is about. It was weird. It was draining. I committed. It was a lot of time jumping. Uh, Yeah, it jumps between present day and the past when she goes to this school and it was such a toxic environment. I was like, this just doesn't feel, every time I see this as a school teacher, it doesn't feel realistic. All right, you lied. It was four apps. No, it wasn't. It says four episodes. No. TV miniseries, four episodes. Maybe it was only four. Shit. Yeah. Okay. And which one was the bird from whatever the thing was you like? Look, I don't know her name, but I could point to her on any, the screen. Any of those uh, Yeah, that one there, Arana James. I did know that name now that I see it. Anyway, it was okay. No biggie. Moving on. Scusi and I finished season six of Seinfeld. So we're, you know, getting our way through. First time watch for me. Um, Favorite character? Kramer. <laughs> I 
Don't obvious. say that out too loud, modern day. But... Yeah, I know. Not the actor. Just Kramer and his physical comedy and his presence and. My God, he's hilarious. Because G- George is annoying, and oh, George is George is a horrible yes, human being. Yeah, yeah. Jerry kind of. Well, I should say Elaine is my favorite, but Same. sometimes yeah, she's like the the reasons why she like <laughs> doesn't like someone or what like oh, breaks up the, with a guy over an exclamation point it's, and it's the person. <laughs> that's it's the, the reason the why the show was so successful because it's yeah. stupid shit like that. But do you have a favorite moment or episode so far? Anything that sticks out is one of the Literally, things. the last episode we just watched, it's one of Elaine's first real proper shoves where Kramer oh, goes flying out the door. <laughs> out the yeah, door. Yeah. <laughs> and I lost it because it, we've seen it in little doses, but it hasn't she really... said, get out. Yeah, and kicked in yet. And then, like, she still hasn't done her iconic dance yet. And I'm like, wow. Like, literally, the last ep was the Soup Nazi as well, which is one I had seen before because it was one that was always repeated on TV. Put their hands on top of the thing and just... Yeah, whoosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do, yeah, I do enjoy it, though, which is great. Good. All right. Um, I watched Shazam, which... Because the sequel's coming oh, out, which I'm open one. to watching. Look, I watched it not thinking I hadn't watched it before, but a lot of it was very familiar. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you have, I haven't seen it. So I'm not sure what's so familiar about it. I don't know, it. maybe you just... A, yeah. lot, a lot was given away in the trailers, maybe. Yeah, pretty much. I know you've watched it and I saw a bit of it when you were watching it. Yeah, it's not a very good movie. No, it's not. I um, don't care for it. So anyway, um, I read also, Coraline. Zachary Levi is just mm. becoming more and more problematic, apparently. Is he? Well, he's, I, not that I advocate anti-vaxxing or vaxxing, you know. Okay. Whatever. But yeah, he got himself into quite a bit of trouble. In a bit of a pickle. Yeah. Um, I read Neil Gaiman's Coraline. I don't even know if that's true. I think it is. God oh, damn. Oh, you're making, <laughs> making shit up now. Um, anyway, I read that book with my year eights. I've read it many times before. Sounds shit ass. Yep. I've watched season three of Outer Banks, which I wasn't as impressed with compared to, say, the first season. There's a lot of pretty people in that show. A lot of, yeah, I don't find them that pretty. But okay. yes, yep, I know what you mean. Um, I read a very short uh, book by Sean Tan called Eric. About a foreign exchange student. It's really good. Uh, Scusi and I watched season four of Broad City. We have eight episodes to go, season five. And then we're going to move on to other things. Loving it second time around. Absolutely loving it. Oh, is this, oh, I was going to say only the second time watching it yeah. through. But you've only discovered it. Yeah, that that's longer. right. Only and watching last year. something twice isn't like a thing to be like, oh, you've only watched yeah, it Yeah, exactly. Because it's time consuming, right? On. Yes. Um, I watched season one of Poker Face with our girl Natasha Leone on How Stan. It's actually really good. She's excellent in it. She directs an episode. Um, it's only, I oh know it's 10 eps, I think. It's already renewed for season two. I was listening to her on a podcast. She's so day. cool. Uh, a writer and comedian called Neil Brennan has a podcast called Blocks. Okay. Where it's like the blocks, you're building blocks. Okay. Right. Um, and she was a guest on there. Nice. And it was funny hearing her talk like normally mm. while, and just it's it's just strange because she's she, it's it's the voice and then sometimes like you know when she gets more excited it just the, the voice gets you know thicker yes yeah like oh that's crazy i'm loving it and i reckon yeah. she plays it plays it down a bit is very aware of it in other f- films where she doesn't want to sound too much like that mm. she's playing a different part i know in the bits i watched in russian doll i don't know why i didn't finish watching that but she was very much herself yeah i never finished watching i never committed to that either but i do want to go back to it because i do yeah. like her she, she's fantastic yeah. um and then Clea Duvall shows up in episode 10. And then I remembered, man, they were in a movie together of, um, years ago, something about a cheerleader. But then they did another one in 2016 called The Intervention, which was Clea's directorial debut. So I watched that. 
I think I have seen it before. It was from 2016. Um, but that also had Mel- Melanie Linsky in it. And the three of them have known each other since the 90s and they were in that cheerleader film together. So that was fun. Um, Last of Us we're going to talk about later, Scream 6 as well, uh, and Cocaine Bear. And the only other thing there on my list is um, Scusi, Riley, Mike and I on Friday night finished uh, the number three expansion of Back for Blood. It's called River of Blood. So that's all of the expansions they're doing for that game now. They'll probably end up doing a sequel as opposed to more DLCs. Um, So that was five more maps for Act 6 and it was really, really tough. But we finished them all, probably not. Too, so much to do with me being on the team but the four of us ripped it up they were on their pc me and my ps5 and uh yeah we uh had a good time so it was fun pc gamers man they're a different breed <laughs> they're the real deal son yeah, they got they got a lot going on in their lives i'll tell you that much so that's me in a nutshell i've got a lot of things you know that i'm halfway through or three quarters of the way through so i'm going to save them for season 10 if we come back fantastic yeah yeah what do you mean if Wow. Just keeping the suspense there. Cliffhanger, remember? Oh, right. Yeah, because we're still looking for sponsors for our sub-weekly show. I mean, I'm drinking out of my Yeti bottle now. They could sponsor. They make a lot of money just off one drink bottle. Yeah, I forgot to bring mine, so (laughs) I'm not doing a great job. You got one ages ago. So good. I have plenty. Alrighty. So, I forgot to mention this last step, but Mm -hmm. it's a good little list. Saturday Night Live Mm. hosts Aubrey Plaza. Where did you watch that? Is it on Binge? And has yes. it already left? Long Because I looked it up and it wasn't on there. Now I'm Devo. Oh, if you're a whore for General Ortega, she's up at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Love Michael, him. Michael B. Good on that episode. <laughs> oh, God. Pe- Pedro How long have you been waiting to say that one? <laughs> he, w- he was making that joke oh, pretty God. much. Like, f- he was just like, Mikey, well, Michael B. whatever, Michael B. And Michael B. nervous, you know? And people are like, Ooh. Oh, dear. And then someone shows up and go, Mikey, Michael B. sexy. <laughs> um, anyway, Pedro Pascal, yep. which was his, I think, is the one I've most audibly laughed out loud to. Oh, wow. Woody Harrelson. And a dude, I'll bring it up next episode, actually, but there was a guy who won a Super Bowl American football player. Oh, and he okay. was quite, uh, I was pleasantly surprised that he actually, yeah, he, he made me. Made me laugh. Made you chuckle. And not much else. Uh, I'll leave the thing mm. that I'm expecting to have mm-hmm. questions of to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I watched Workaholics season one because that's returned to Stan after oh, cool. being taken off because it was on Paramount Plus. And then back on again. So I don't Jesus. know what's happened there mm. or Paramount Plus are being less dicks about, you know, having their content Sharing. in other places. Um, I watched season three of Young Rock. At mm-hmm. this point, I don't know why I'm watching yeah, it. Right. I think it's just like uh, when I go and watch Saturday Night Live, uh, Young Rock's on there. And I go, oh, yeah, I'll watch the next episode yeah. for that. <sighs> oh, dear. Big sigh. The movies that we've mentioned and the TV show that we've mm. mentioned. That's uh, that's where we're going to spend our time. That's all done. But uh, <clears throat> season one of mm. Killing Eve. <gasps> Yes, right. Of Killing Eve. Right. Season yes. three of Killing Eve. <laughs> and season four, the final season on, of. On Stan. Killing of Eve. Killing Eve. Starring Jodie Comer and Sandra. Oh. Oh my God. Jodie Comer. I've talked about her on this cast before. <sighs> She's amazing. 
she but, was uh, very, very entertaining. So entertaining. I, for the most part, enjoyed the show. This first season, I, I thought mm. was amazing. I liked nice. the the dynamic of the the assassin and mm. the person who's essentially obsessed with capturing this yeah. assassin. Then they just become infatuated with yeah. each other. She stabs her, suspects she kills her at the end of the first season. Mm. Season two threw me a bit. Mm. There was a lot of new cast. There was jo- Jodie Comer's character, who I will not be calling Villanelle. <laughs> Oksana. Oksana, yes. Uh, the, her handler was still alive. Yeah. Um, then there was just supporting roles, all different people, not the same characters, but it just... It, every season it felt like there was too much, like, scenario change. Yeah. Where and like she was no longer an assassin, supposedly under the twelve, mm-hmm. and all that. Jazz. Then she so, starts questioning her choices and whether this is her lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. All while like there's good character building and stuff, but it's mm. just it filled. It's went from like you know, and her home base, her mm. like really like chic apartment that she would always go yes. to. Yes, there was nowhere where she felt like she was at home. Maybe that no. was deliberate. Um, probably definitely even was. when she went back home and she just lights yeah. it on fire <laughs> yeah and but like it was just so season two i kind of got to go over and i was like maybe i blew my wad saying how much i'm enjoying this mm. season three got me back on nice but also i was just like is this going to be a running theme because you know she stabbed villanelle at the start of the first yeah. season and then she gets shot yeah at, at the end of the season end. two correct so it's just like is that just going to be the theme at the end? Right. Like they're going to, one's going to try to no, kill each other. No, season three ends with the uh, jetty scene where they walk in opposite directions from memory. Yeah, because she said, yeah. you know, you'll Don't look this back, way, so I go this way. <laughs> How good are, like, what's her background again? Scottish, Irish, um, English. In real life. Yeah, Wales, something very specific. I, so I, she sounds I, a very certain type of way. I and just, then but I, UK, so yeah, one of She has so one. many. There's one episode where she has her authentic accent. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, there's, there's, there's Jodie's voice. Mm-hmm. But the accents that she, <laughs> that she has all the time that she switches into and her different use of languages, I always found that quite impressive. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, and just, uh, just that on top of all the stuff with the character, you know, she just her seemed be- like she would be doing it rough every day yeah her there yelling boring (laughs) just (laughs) random stuff like that when she dresses as the clown and she scares the kids and then she can't handle the young handler so she just kills him the first episode i can't remember what she does but she's like mimicking a kid who's eating ice cream (laughs) and then she come walks over and like throws just yeah smacks it out of his hand whatever yeah yeah uh, but yeah, and then there was just some things in the show that I just thought were outright cruel, like the, mm. the killing, well, the attempted murder of the husband, and you know when all he wanted to do was get away from everybody. I'm like, yeah. this, and it, there was no close to it. That was it was brutal. Just like, yeah, we're gonna stab him in the throat. Like <laughs> just visual. Yeah. Um, but I liked that it stayed consistent. That she just, you know, no matter who she yeah. came in contact with, she she killed. Yep. <laughs> Even when you thought it might have been going the other way, it just ends up the same. And uh, Caroline or Coraline, whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't really like her arc of, Mm. you know, she kind of started all of this and then... Has a bit of a storyline with the daughter. Yeah, which again, that was just a a seasonal thing. Yeah. It was just there for that season. And so she went from, you know, creating the 12, the thing she's trying to take down, to leaving the 12, to apparently, I don't know, like um, turning her back on her country, to then mm-hmm. it seems like back to leading the 12. Yes, yep, very much and so. And I'm a little conflicted on the end because it was called Killing Eve and... Yeah, they threw you. Well, it didn't throw me, but... <sighs> yeah. 
you know, why call it Killing Eve? They should have just called it Killing Lady or something. I don't just know. killing. Killing. <laughs> killing <Sure>. spree. <laughs> sure. Killing spree. Uh, yeah. Look, if anything, it just gave us Jodie Comer. It's put her on the on the map, on the scene, and now she's doing lots of other things, which is awesome. Um, and Sandra Oh was impressive as well. Her acting oh, chops she was throughout. Phenomenal. I just, there was so many times where I just hated both of them. I'm like, you guys know you're doing the wrong mm. thing. Like, oh, yeah. The assassin who's clearly got mental health issues. Yes. I'm like, I will excuse the, that. A very interesting uh, study she would be. Yeah. But the, the fucking government MI6 agent. Yep. Like, what, what's, why? What are, you, what are you getting out of this? Mm. Are you that bored? Put the chicken in the oven. There's that episode where she's like, the chicken's almost done. And Eve, this chicken, and it's still sitting on the bench. Yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. you anyway. do get your laughs out of it. You didn't mind the European setting? Uh, that just, the show was yeah. like that uh, engaging mm. or, you know, enough was happening yeah. for me not to be all like, this is And it jumps around to lots terrible. of unique places but too. we need to remember that my dislike of European settings yes. is sequels usually okay if it's like taken love taken mm. then they go do a just, sequel in europe but well no it's it's set in europe gotcha they're in france or whatever and that they're moving around tracks, to yeah. the, the you know eastern european countries but it's when they're like we need to do something different scenery change yeah <laughs> that's why i really didn't like that um who's that guy that you dylan hall the spider-man that he's in yeah it's just you know far from home oh how far well we're in, <laughs> in europe yay far yeah. <clears throat> oh dear well i'm glad that you finally did watch killing eve and you enjoyed aspects of it and that you appreciate jodie comer on the same level i probably do now so that's awesome i think you've still got me beat but uh yeah oh that, yeah for sure that woman's phenomenal because the only other point of reference i have was uh free guy, free guy. Which yeah i thought she was phenomenal in which you know, she stole the whole movie for yeah, me. Yeah, true. Yeah. Which is pretty rough when you've got Ryan Reynolds, Taco Watiti, mm. and uh, just a lot of in the rest dumb of the cast. Yeah, going yeah. around, so going on around it. Well, there you go. There you have mm. it, folks. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, just us in a nutshell. So, uh, if if you like European settings, <laughs> yeah, and, and you have access to Stan, you could check it out. And you like some wild. Shit. Oh, and another thing I really like, I told you this via text, is mm. I really enjoyed the aesthetic. I like the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, yeah, the color palette. I Her thought, costumes are pretty yeah, cool, yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was that was all very, mm. like... Um, it didn't feel like I was watching an American show, which I liked, because most of the shows I watch yeah, are American. So yeah. that was a nice vibe, being a BBC production. The only production. American thing was Sandra, Sandra O. Sandra yeah. yeah. And yeah. she fitted, fitted well, so... She did. Check it out. We are going to return in a second and with... Yeah, cliffhanger <gasps> once we with get back. something. Yes, one of three things. Let us now discuss HBO's The Last of Us. That rhymes. Let us discuss. Discuss us. The last of last us. Last Obviously, this was accessible to us via binge and had uh, nine episodes, which is not as common to have the odd number. Um, but you more importantly... Had, you know why they had nine, Jade? Because uh, uh, they're awesome. Why? Let's take a wild guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Because apparently they were blocking out where, when, how to get their 
story points. Settled on nine. Okay, love yeah. that for them. Having a bit of a bit of say and not having filler episodes and stuff. Love it. Anyway, um, so Last of Us, ten years ago, PS3 game that came out, Zombie World, sort of set in the future, right? Um, where zombies have taken over and they're only select survivors. Brilliant game, absolutely. Game of the, one game of the year. Um, I think they remastered it for PS4. They've remastered it again for PS5 and renamed it Part 1 because Part 2 came out on PS4 the year or two before that. Um, very successful, successful game. And now the creators of Chernobyl um, have made and created this series to a very high standard, I must say. Um, and... Yes, I think the only <laughs> negative I, we had going into it, well, I had anyway, was the casting of Bella Ramsey because I was so annoyed. I'm like, she just doesn't, she's got a very unique look. Nothing against them, but. She's not Ellie. She it just, to you. When you play like Ellie 10 years ago and then you replay it on PS4 and you replay it on PS5 and you read the comic and you play the DLC, you just have that ingrained in you. And you have that voice too of oh, the beautiful Ashley Ash Johnson. Johnson. Yep. Um, you know, you have certain things that you're kind of hoping for when you hear that they're casting for the and show. let's remember that uh, the character was originally based on Ellen Page. Yeah, for sure. And that definitely uh, translates when you see them sort of side by side. Mm. So it threw me a little bit and I was kind of put off by it, even though the trailer looked cool and convincing. And Petro Pascal, it doesn't look like Joel to me, but... I can see why they've cast both of them. If anything, being a Latin man, his name should be Joel. Yeah, that's right. That's, again, different ethnicity, which doesn't really matter. But, again, just throws you for a a loop or what's the saying? Throws you for a... No, I mean, like... Something? I get... I understand the casting of Pedro Pascal because that motherfucker can't do anything wrong. Yeah, that's right. He's he's on fire with that and Mandalorian. They probably were like, let's get the Mandalorian. Yeah, let's get him in. Play, you know, let's well, you down. don't have so much his face in mind, do you? Because he's mostly in a mask in that show. So, you, you yeah, know, well, that can't be true. true. Yeah. Um, but look, when you put that aside and you look at what Bella Ramsey does with that character, you kind of forget about it in that sense because she is very convincing. Just quickly, I want yeah. to, when this first came into production, which was probably two, three years ago, I remember they had a different director on board mm-hmm. who wanted the, like, the aesthetic and colour palette to be that of No Country for Old Men. Okay, I haven't Colin seen it, but I know what, yep. Just think, I mean, that's set in like, uh, I want to say Texas, so it's very desolate around lots of, it looks dry, a lot of sun, almost like a yellow, like uh, sepia tinge yeah. throughout the whole movie, except for like, you know, night scenes and stuff. So I was just like, I get it. They want mm. it to be like, you know, gritty and, you know, they want it to seem like the world's gone to shit and all this mm-hmm. type of stuff. And then when the creator or the writer for Screen came along, he was mm. like, no, nah, I more have this. And I forget the reference, so this is not the greatest story. But when I first read that, I was like, oh, this is going to be a fucking train wreck. Then <laughs> I mm. saw that they got Pedro Pascal on I wasn't familiar with Bella Ramsey, but... Both I... had come from Game of Thrones fame, both, fame, both English actors. Wait, what? Yeah. Pedro's not English. Isn't he? No, I didn't... See... Oh, I know he's not. Why did I think that? I think because they're both on Game of Thrones. Sorry. He, but he, he was the Spaniard who got his head squished, He right? was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Full on, yeah. Um, uh, what was I saying? Anyway, so like I was... He got cast, of, yeah. I was kind of worried and then I wasn't because of the casting and then... When I saw just certain things like screenshots and stuff were popping up. The poster. Up, and I was just like, 
I'm not going to play the game because I want this to stand alone to itself. Okay. And then after the first episode, having played the start of the yeah, game. Yeah, a few times. <laughs> three times over. Yeah. Like, oh, this is and familiar. absolutely loving just the start yeah. when you're going through the house and shit's mm-hmm. going down mm-hmm. and all that. But let, I've said this on the podcast before. Your boy sucks at games. He's <laughs> yeah. not good at it. But how true and just the suspense in the first episode mm-hmm. like they really like just little sounds stuff happening in the background mm-hmm. and um and following of the daughter sarah yeah yeah okay you and which they don't do in the game obviously they give her more backstroke so you care a bit more when right. she's killed because like and you play her for the how many of a seconds like yeah a matter of like minutes and yeah. i remember being confused because i was like she's not the chick on the cover no, and I was too stupid to go like, oh, you're probably they're probably gonna kill it. But it's strange to play as that character, even if it's just walking yes, through a correct. house, yep, just yep, for yep. them to get fucking yep. taken. And knowing that, watching yep. the show, I was prepared for her death. But gotcha. Whereas I, other people who haven't played it right. have and not been. She's <laughs> clearly the protagonist in the first like one hundred percent quarters yeah. of probably that forty five minutes of something. Yeah, yeah. And then they do the twenty year time jump. Yeah. And Joel's miserable. You, yep. he, you're sitting there wondering, like, why didn't you top yourself or whatever? Yep. Like, what are you living for? You're yep. basically putting dead bodies into a furnace. or Including children, bodies of children. Yeah, you know? All too soon. And then, yeah, and just, again, having not played the game too far at all, mm. I think I knew Tess was going to die. That's as far as mm. I got. Yep. Um, that was everything very was well done. A very pleasant surprise. Episode three with uh, Bill and the love story there, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, every encounter they had in the little towns and Jesus Jackson. Christ, episode eight with the cannibals. Yep. Uh, yeah. Even the one, I think it was four, four or five, where the they all come up from underground after the explosion. Four, I, I was loving that one because that was the the end of the two episode arc for um, the the brothers, the deaf boy and his yes. brother, yep. which you know I should have known that was coming, but it still went ah, just the way it happened. Like the zombies coming out of the ground and the big bloater, which, you know, playing in the game is terrifying and quite difficult. Um, clickers, we only see one really key scene in the first or second episode, second episode with Tess. Um, we see the clickers, who, which are probably equally as terrifying in the game because it requires minimal movement. I was such a dumbass whenever I've played this game yeah. too. I always insist on playing it at night in the dark no lights on yeah and when yeah, you yeah, hear yeah, those yeah. things can terrify even if you're a badass bearded motherfucker like me yeah yeah you still get stuck so the fact that they didn't do special effects and they did practical effects for a lot of that stuff except for where the veins or whatever the fuck they are coming out of their mouths that's probably that's obviously special effects but for the clickers to be practical actual actors with prosthetics and makeup it just looks so impressive and so much more terrifying um so there's a lot less zombies in the show than in the game but it, you know it is a different format and it is trying to find a balance good and call it is showing by the way because it. Yeah. It, it really i mean obvious you that's a threat you know that's a threat yeah that's the thing. but there's it's also the a lot of other threats which then, they delve into and it makes more sense that the human threat is it's they can rational rationalize it and re- try to reason with it and think there's good in people where you just know that these zombie things are no good. They're, they're yeah. going to try to kill you yeah. regardless. They're, That's where pre- the they're predictable. Yeah, yeah exactly. The stories with, you know. Yeah. And you mentioned sounds and music before, and they actually have the same music composer from the game on it. And that's why you, for so much of the show, you're like, 
there's that riff, there's that sequence of music, whatever we want to refer to it as, where it's sort of just tugging at the heartstrings mm. or putting you on the edge of your seat. Like it's a nice match up. And there'd be so many times where I'm watching just an establishing shot or a shot by shot sequence where I'm going, this is exactly like the game. Like it can mm. just really fit like the mall in episode seven mm-hmm. that's all run down. I'm like, this is exactly like it. Oh my God. Uh, the giraffe sequence. The, Can I um, ask you something about that episode where her and her homegirl are in the, the mall? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. read a lot of discourse saying that it was pointless and all this. I loved that episode. It's the whole point to why she's sort of on edge and it's kind of her starting point for like it's the first person she lost and it's it happens that you see more than where it ends in the show. Yeah. There's more that you play. Yeah. After that's terrifying where you're literally running from zombies. Um, and then it's just, you're like, okay, well, the the girl's been bit and then it sort of just cuts out and you're like, oh, fuck. You know she's going to survive, but you don't know whether Ellie shot her or she's just gone on her own yeah. time. Yeah. So that's up in the air. But no, that was very important because it gives us Ellie's backstory and well, that's the, why that's she's there. It's say, more important than Bill's why, backstory. Cause, why pick on that? Because mm. nothing... It, Leading She's up our to protagonist, it, yeah. there was linear is not a thing. It's just yeah, like, well, no. why, why would you go back now? Like, it's like, what do you mean now? Yeah. Like in the Bill episode, they established that yes. you know Joel and Tess had a you know built a friendship. And, yeah. Well, maybe not, more. Not mm-hmm. Bill with Joel, but you know, Bill, Bill. Well, sorry, Tess and Bill's mate. Yeah. You know, became friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then there was. Another episode? I'm just pointing out that the time jumping thing to establish a past and build character, mm. it'd been done. Yeah. It, it's not like it was a brand new thing in that episode. No, that's and right. And shit did happen. Oh, yeah. 100%. You saw how life-changing the bite was for her, yeah. not just because she got bitten, but her friend got bitten. Yeah. And then she, she has survived and has guilt. to live. Yeah, correct. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Oh, God, there goes the laptop. BRB. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, look, it's kind of hard to surmise because there's so much going on in the show and there's little Easter eggs for part two because obviously that's like all of season one, episodes one to nine, covers the entirety of the first game, which is known as part one now. They said, they said, they said, they're going to drag the shit out of my fucking so what they do with season one is where you have sub characters like a bill or a Tess. we don't get those other scenes of bill and his partner we don't get the scenes of tess getting the beat getting beaten the fuck up or like hitting back at dudes that are picking on her making her a badass. so I you're making them a bit call. more three-dimensional so you care a little bit more about these heroes and villains um or the preacher we don't get his backstory it's it's solely Joel and Ellie's point of view, but obviously TV format, you want to have a bit more depth in the cast, I guess, in the character building, the world building, all of that sort of stuff. Even just a, like an ep- episodic arc, like you said, with the priest. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It Which makes is... a lot, because then you say the priest episode. Yeah. The... Or what I call yeah. it, the cannibal episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You're referring back to it very distinctly. Yes. Um, 
There was something else I was going to say that was kind of key. Apologies. Oh, okay. The uh, mythology and the origins of how the um, infected work, that is different in the show to the game. Like explaining like that it's there in the ground in the, the mushrooms, the whatever the facility, whatever fungus. it's called. Yeah, the fungus that's in the ground where scientists are going, oh, this could be a thing of our future. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And how it infects the rest. And like if you step on this ground over here, it's going to wake up people over there. And listening... HBO had an official podcast that the actor, whose name I forget. Which one? Joel, who's the voice actor of Joel in both the games. Yeah, not important. You can just say Travis something. Scott. (laughs) No, it was like Baker. (laughs) Travis Baker, I think. Probably. Yeah. Um, He voices a podcast and he interviews. It's just him and the two creators, creator of the game, creator of the show, and them sort of talking about each episode. Um. And they were talking about how that would be much more scary in the game if, like, everywhere you step could set off, like, a reaction to being right attacked and being swarmed. Um, so that that's a little bit different. That's cool. They can be a little bit creative with. Um, so that will then pro- – they're going to explore that a bit more in, in part two or what they'll call season two. I'm very curious to see how they go about season two because certain things happen that – you just don't know if they're going to do in the show. Yeah, don't spoil for me. No, I'm no, hope, no. I'm going to hope I can... Please I'll, play the game. No, no, before, I, yeah, part two, yeah. You know that I started playing number one again and then yep. li- I guess life happened. And, and I've lent you the PS5 version so you have better quality way more gangster. graphics. But yeah, knowing... I know <laughs> I know how part two ends, but I don't know anything else that happens in oh, really? part two. Yeah, well, because fucking the internet loves ruining yeah, things well, for people. Yeah. Like, why would you like bring in? Why would you make me like Abby when I have to choose to kill her? It's, and then other people are all like, oh man, I just made the hardest decision in my life. I just killed Elliot. It's like, uh, you guys really don't care that. Yeah. Fucking... And having played the game, I definitely knew what was going to happen in general and the key plot points that are going to happen, but they still do make different choices. They still give you backstory to these other characters. So it does feel like there's more to it than what you got before. Oh, but what I was going to say is uh, the creator has said there will be a time jump because there's, yep, that, that's a which just happens part. in the game. Yep. Um, but not as significant as in okay. the game because Bella Rams well, is obviously yeah, just still a that, very yeah. young human. Yeah, which is a bit older, obviously, as a character. Yeah. Um, and there were um, the bro- the um, voice actors of Marlene and the Melanie Linsky's right-hand man. They were voice actors of characters in the yeah, games. right-hand man was Tommy, right? Tommy, the brother yeah. in the game, um, which and happens a bit Marlene differently. Marlene played Marlene, right? Correct, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then Ashley Johnson comes back in the finale to voice what is Ellie's biological mother, um, in a very horrific, upsetting scene as an open, opening sequence to the finale. I thought it was quite delightful. <laughs> well, I'm clearly joking. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, that's all good. You know, I just remember I was looking at her and I'm all like, God, where do I know her face from? And then I was just like, because oh, you said it out loud because we watched the finale together. You're all like, oh, it's going to be Ellie's mom. That's and I it. was like, but that means she's going to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she is a actress too. She was on, had a regular spot, um, on Blind Spot, which was um a pretty good show, especially in the earlier seasons. But yeah, she's most known for doing the voice of Ellie in the two games. So it's going to yeah. be very interesting to see where they go with uh, part two, aka season two. Whether it's going to go any further than that, we do expect a part three as a game. So there is longevity in this storyline. 
to see where they take it. But um, as you know, when you lived with me when I was playing part two, and that shit is more terrifying with the monsters and everything going on and way more emotionally damaging than yes. I like to admit mm. because of the choices you have to make and actually play through and the uh, significant things that happen within it. So, oh, I'm nervous and excited all at the same time. And when they release part two on PS5 with the latest, greatest graphics, I will replay it, but I'm it's going to be quite a hard task to start knowing what I'm going to have to put myself through. Well, hopefully it's, you know, oh, lightens the emotional load. That being said, though, still every time I watch End of Watch, yes. I, I get emotional. Right, again, yeah. So. There's just things that will stick with you and yeah. affect you every time. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, are we content with our Last of Us discussion? Yes, ma'am. All right, so let's move on to oh. something else that we've both seen and, in fact, saw together. Scream Six, Damn but right. it is it is called Scream Six specifically, isn't it? Yep, Scream VI. VI, whereas Scream. Scre- the VI. funny part of that is that Scream Five was just called Scream, yep. which is the same as the first one from nineteen ninety six. Watching a dude on like a, who has a YouTube channel talking about horror, I've actually found uh, like four different ones now, mm-hmm. just because I was so salivating to watch Scream that now I watch them so I can listen to them talk about, you know plot breakdowns and all this type of shit. Uh, but one of, one of the guys, that he was talking about Scream 4. Yes. And seen they put the 4 yes. in as, I think, the A. An upside down A yeah. sort of thing. He kept calling it Scree Form <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> oh, my Scree God. Form. Scree Form. Scree Form. Scree Form. Yeah. Right. And at first, I was like, what is does he not? Has he got a speech impediment? And then I was like, "Oh, that's what he's doing." Okay, because that's how they spelt it on the poster. But anyway, damn, we have our cast returning from Scream Five. Um, I don't know if it's the same director. Yes, the directors. No, wait, they were the writers. I don't know about the director. Yeah. yeah. So we got the same writers returning. I'm not hundred percent sure about the director. Following through Seems the cast. Seems a little different because it's violent. But yeah, the Carpenter sisters return. Sam yep. and Tira. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten uh, their names, so thank you for that. Sam, the biological daughter of Lily Loomis. <coughs> so yes, key point. Half sisters, technically. Yeah, true. Yes, yeah. very true. This fits in with the Scream universe because you know Sydney had a half brother who was a killer. That's right, and um, we are in New York City. We get out of uh, uh, what's it called? What's Woodsboro. Woodsboro. <laughs> I knew it started with you a know W. What I was saying like you know sequel or oh, scenery change. You know it's a great fucking location. New, New York, York City. Even though that this was shot mostly in Canada. So. Yeah, <laughs> does not surprise me. Yeah. Represent Canada. Just over the pond there. Um. So Ghostface returns in a very creepy old mask. I must say, mm. there's a point to all of that. And w- you and I were going into the cinema, going, "All right, what's the death count going to be? The body count going to be? Sorry." And how many killers? Because I'm pointing out there's only one film out of five where there's only one killer. Mm. The rest are two. And I'm like, I'm going with the average. I'm going with two. And you're like, nah, there'll be three killers. All right, we'll see what happens. Um, and we have new cast members, of course, because we need to be able to kill some people. Um, and uh, obviously we only have Courtney Cox returning out of the original trilogy because... Dewey's dead. Dewey's AKA dead. David Arquette. And Sydney's trying to live a normal life with her family. Nev Campbell, pay dispute. And we have Courtney Cox as producer as well for the first time. Um, and so we get a very meta film, as we expect. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of references to its own universe, to the Stab universe, to horror films in general. And especially through the character, what's her name? That One Mindy. of the awesome four. Mindy. Mindy. 
Um, she's definitely our what was the um, <laughs> original guy from the first two who knows all this stuff. Her uncle Randy. Yes, Randy is our go-to guy for all things horror films. Um, so we get a lot of meta-ness through that. We get our comedy as we expect and a lot of violent death. Yeah, this was definitely the most gory screen mm. movie and uh, <clears throat> in, in some scenes very creative with the kills. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost count of body count. Like lost count of body count. Yeah, because of the fake out death. Yeah, I think her character's name was Quinn, but the sister of Richie. Mm -hmm. Um, And then and then lots of stabbings and survivals. survivals It's hard to track. Yeah, Gail and Mindy, and then um, Chad. Uh, That was all. uh, uh, That that just the core four. The core four survive. Uh, but yeah, Samara Re- Weaving being the <gasps> opening kill, yes. which I think we both predicted just by looking at the cast yeah. list and not seeing her in the trailer, really. We're like, oh, here we go. Like, it's a Drew oh, Barrymore type big, scene. Yeah, big enough name to, to be the opening kill. And, you know, she hasn't shown up anywhere. So got to be that. Got to be that and done quite differently. And, and well. Um, yeah. Should we just run through the, the plot of this one quickly? Yeah. Yeah. Quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. So... Get the opening kill, and just before you think you're going to see the word scream pop up, motherfucking Ghostface takes his mask off, and it's Tony. Yeah, Red and you're like, Holly oh, well, this ain't the real one. Yeah, well, and you, he gone down. Yeah, first thought, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I let like, you, huh? and I'm like, he's dead. He's yeah, yeah. He's the next kill. Here we kind go. Of thing. And that was quite um, a creepy scene. That was cool. I liked that. Yeah, yeah, and just seeing like he seemed pretty stoked with himself, and then. But I loved the camera shot of following him as he was, you know, put his shit in the bags, just mm. started walking. And then he's like, Because hey, it makes Tara. him a bit more claustrophobic. Like, I'm not, yeah. we're not even knowing where the, Ghostface is at point this point. Point of view of killer as well. Like, yes. And you see just how calm he is after murdering somebody. Then he runs into Tara and you're like, oh, shit, she know, he know homegirl. Yes, he yeah. He kill homegirl. And Being he's Jenny, like, Jenny tell, Ortega. tell your sister to come to the party. And he's like, yeah, college party? Yeah, right. You know, and then you follow him home. He gets killed by... The ghost face we follow through the rest of the yes. movie, which is ghost faces. So mm-hmm. technically, we have four ghost faces total in this movie. Wow, this is true. And you could even count the guy who was in the fridge. Five, as a, yeah. yeah, as a you know, non- true participation badge. Ghost yeah, face. yes, well done, congratulations. We see Sam. She's still dealing with uh, the the things that happened back in Woodsboro, where she found out she she's was going the daughter of Billy, and uh, she's dealing with uh, the whole situation of you know the murderers targeting her, and then saying, yeah, the media Check it out. kind of throwing shade and. I killed the motherfucker and I enjoyed it. Yep. And he was like, this is way beyond me. And then I leaned over to you and I said, mm-hmm. do you think it would be homeboy's dad? Meaning Richie. Mm-hmm. And you think he's the killer. And you, I don't remember, I don't remember how you responded. <laughs> but I was in the right lane. Yeah. I it was always going to be family related. You look I back at the, the previous day. ones. Yeah. yeah. So we look at the first one. It's Billy Loomis. Then the second one, an accomplice. Then the second one, it's his mum and accomplice. Then it's Third one, it's her half brother. Home half brother, and mm-hmm. then technically cousins with Jill in yeah, the, which is you know her cousin, but also Roman's cousin mm-hmm. in the fourth plus accomplice. Then Richie out of nowhere, yeah. Uh, but then this is where where it leads to. So then it's just Ghostface is targeting them. We get the return of Kirby, who we sees now in the FBI. She's working Hayden with local Panettiere, local PD, who's the father of someone in the friend group, who's taking a personal interest in the case. Mm-hmm. She's a bit sus for a while there. Things progress. Again, we're in New York. There's a lot of fucking cool shit going on. We There's see a subway scene. It's pretty good. Ghostface can handle a fucking shotgun and, you know. Yes. You yep. said, got to be a cop or something. Yeah. And then 
we get to the we, we find out that uh, Ghostface has got a building which has got a fucking shrine or a museum to of all, all the Ghostface other Ghostface people. Yeah. And Gail even says, mm. present company excluded, mm. police like to, you know, steal right. evidence. Gotcha. You know, which it wasn't yeah. present country. Uh, that was company. a little hint right there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like we said, a lot of fake out deaths. But at the end, it's just the Carpenter sisters. Mm-hmm. Kirby as well got a final girl yeah. moment. Killing three ghost face. Yes. That was kind of creepy seeing the two appear behind the cop. And then you're going, oh, shit. The shot where they're side by side and they both clean the knife at the same time as the the reveal. You're like, oh, shit, there's two. And then you realize, wait, he's not reacting the way we'd expect. Nor is he dying. Oh, shit, there's three for the first time in franchise history. And speaking of how I've been watching stuff on YouTube, they're all like, you could almost make the argument that there's six ghost faces because... Mm. Uh, Sam puts on the costume. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. Yep. But at the end, she drops the mask. Yeah. Like, she like, leaves it this behind. This isn't my life. It's you know? definitely open to more Scream films. Oh, man, like, if, we get, if we get Scream now as like a, an annual, like January, February <laughs> yeah. release. should be better out in October for well, Halloween. Yeah, but, so and I was going to say kind of like how they did with the Saw movies, yeah. but they got progressively worse. I thought oh. this was a step up from Scream Yes. Five. Yeah, talking to a couple other people like Scream 5 was okay or didn't actually enjoy well, it. Scream uh, 6 was cha-ching. Upon reflection from watching... Number one s- film in the US too. Scream 6, I was just like, this makes Scream 5 look fucking mediocre. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. And there's def- definitely a lot of replayability and in, in seeing that again, getting on disc and all that when it comes out. Um, but yeah, we both enjoyed it. We both enjoyed it. <laughs> Come out of that cinema appreciating the franchise again. Um, and knowing that it has room for as many as they want. I mean, you get to a point where, like, how many people are going to try and be Ghostface and how, how well, many connections can we have? I think one great thing they've done to establish here is they talked mm. about, like, the Reddit threads and the message boards and all okay. that. And you saw that there were two different, like, groups of Ghostfaces just in this movie. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy I mean. at the start was just like, we're going to finish Richie's movie. Yes. And kill the Carpenter sisters, Sam yeah. specifically. And then, you know, the dad, we're assuming, comes in and stabs him and says, fuck, movies mm. or whatever. Yeah. But to me, that has established that there's this really fucked up group of people online who at least talk about yep. saying like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking go ghost face out on some motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Which we saw something similar to that in the latest Batman movie where, <laughs> um, uh, what's his name? The Riddler had mm. like his little gang of fucking <sighs> I need to rewatch that film. It's so good. Online. Mm, yes, Which yes. Like, I think Which you know fits into the current yeah, yeah, climate yeah. of like social media online presence of anything and well, everything. Incels specifically, it felt like with Riddler, but now it just yeah feels like anybody. Well, I mean, it's always been anybody in Scream, mm. especially the Americas. But yeah, I think I've exhausted talking about that. I just really well. If, when you're ready for a segue, I've got a segue. Um, are you, but are you done with the screams? I am, yeah. All right. Yeah. Just want to say again. Bloody enjoyed it. Very good. General Ortega is doing no wrong. I, Melissa Barrera or whatever her name is. Yes. The, the main character. Uh, good movie. Very good. Please, segue. Segway. So, Scream 6, opening sequence, stars which actress? Samara Weaving. Australian oh, actress yes. that you are a big fan of. We love her from things like Ready or Not and you name it. Anyway, fun fact, her husband forget his name something warden james warden who knows who cares don't say that because it sounds like james corden oh no um he wrote cocaine bear which is our next 
title sequence feature conversation, which we've just come back from the cinema seeing. So within six days, we've seen two films in the cinema together at a still. Uh, it's movie of the week currently at Event Cinema. And uh, I had not seen any of anything of this film, not even a trailer, only the movie poster and only the fact that Elizabeth Banks was directing and her little funny thing that she did at the Oscars, which was something on my list I forgot to mention that I had actually watched in the last few weeks. Um, so, yeah, I hadn't seen anything, but this is based on a true story and I only found out in the middle of the film, the true story being that a bear in the wilderness... I believe the title that came up said Inspired by True Inspired events. by True Events, yeah. where a bear eats cocaine that is uh, accidentally dropped from aeroplanes in... I thought it was in Colombia, but this is set in uh, Georgia... America. Um, maybe the plane was from Colombia. Whatever. Colombian drugs. Who cares? Wherever the coca plants are. Anyway, yeah. so a bear ate all of this cocaine in real life, but as you told me, OD'd. And Ooh. this film goes, well, what if that bear didn't OD? What destruction and would well, it leave in its path? And not to mention, like, what's fueling this bear? Yes. It wanting more cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> and destroying everything in its path. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, did you want to give us a. A breakdown of this one as well? Okay. So, yeah, at the start we see... Which is as well... Who's the chick that plays Felicity? Kerry Russell. So, she was in a show called The Americans. Yes. So, that guy at the start was the other actor in that. Matthew something, I believe. Oh, it was too. The guy yeah. on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> you can't jump out of a and plane. And I was just like, oh, I wonder if they'll that is too. get time together. But he, he died. He dies he very soon after. Yeah. <laughs> So he's, he's on a plane, he's uh, trafficking cocaine via aircraft. Yep. Throws the cocaine out into this beautiful wilderness region. Mm-hmm. Has a stupid name like... To Doe, a national forest, Blood yeah. Blood Mountain or something dumb like that. Um, and well, a bit on the nose, isn't it? But I think it had a Native American name. Like a name, but it's just referred to as Blood Mountain for some reason. But anyway, he KOs himself before he while trying to jump out the plane. Mm-hmm. And he falls to his death. Uh, we then pick up the story in the wilderness with two European people who yeah. are very in love talking about their pending marriage. And uh, then Cocaine Bear shows up and tops one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we then find out... Ta- again, <laughs> somewhere else. few few sto- sub-stories going on. Uh, yeah. There's a kid who's cutting school with a friend who wants to go up to the waterfall, so crossing in the mountain where the Cocaine Bear is. We have the drug dealer sending in a few of his cronies uh, to retrieve the cocaine. Yes. We've got a detective who's got a lead to go find the people who are trafficking the cocaine. Yep. We've got some uh, punk kids. We've got the mother looking for her kids who uh, cut school as well as the the nature park people. Yes, the, the ranger. So there's... Where, where, park you, ranger. You're a lot of distra- Anyway, so Cocaine Bear goes off. Yep. Uh, and everybody runs into Cocaine Bear at some point. And uh, Cocaine Bear looks like they're having a good time. And uh, if you got that cocaine on you, you're going to die. Because mm-hmm. that bear wants that cocaine. Yeah. A lot of destruction, a lot of gore. <laughs> a lot of epic deaths. A lo- and an open ending f- with Cocaine Bear and Cocaine Cubs. Yes, so it could be open to anything. Did have its few laughs in there. Set in the 80s, so cool soundtrack to go at times. Cool sound to it too. Had like that... Yeah. Like, uh, like, Old uh, school effect. What do you call it? Like Stranger Things brought back. Yes, that's. I was thinking of that at the time yeah. in a couple of moments. Just reminded me of the vibe. 
or whatever it might be. There's not much else really to say except there was some fun ways people died. Yes, true. The, the naivete of people about the bear before realising it's on cocaine and also... Well, that's the opening sequence, isn't it? It puts yeah. up captions to quote like what you should and shouldn't do when you encounter a bear in the wilderness. <laughs> and it's clearly And then boom, sourced by Wikipedia, which we reference all the time as teachers. Never put it in your bibliography. Yeah. Like there's a reason for this. And you're like, ah, lol, here we go. Like, this is the tone of the movie that it's probably comedy first, but then very horrific for. And as I was saying to you, deaths. I mumbled my words and kind of tripped over them. But uh, before we started podcasting, I was like, be in the movie, it's called Cocaine Bear. I was mm. expecting a bear to do cocaine. But I was expecting children to take yeah. like fucking <laughs> handfuls of coke and eat it. Hey, and remember what I said to you last week too, before we kind of said, the only thing I want from this film is Eric Clapton's song, Cocaine, to feature somewhere. Because mm. why the fuck not? It's a great song. It fits the theme. Boom. <laughs> Opening seconds. We get a rendition of it, right? No, it was Jane. Jane? Yeah, Jane. By <sighs> Star. So we didn't Starship get this Blink. song? No, but... The, no, it's, no. No, it sounded a lot like Jane's it for some reason. Jane's just a um, song from the 70s, which just... When you hear it, you're like, man, I bet mm. these guys were on <laughs> drugs. It was cutting to like... What was that footage of the FBI saying, don't do crack? Oh, that was the, the real... Um, yes, that's real, isn't Ronald it? Ronald Reagan, like when he was putting out the, you know, don't do drugs and anti-crack, even though, you know, the CIA Campaigns, supposedly yeah. put out the crack into the community mm. and was like, let's kill off all the low-income earners, whatever. Right. But anyway, that, was yeah, re- that felt like real footage, yeah. Dr- yeah, that, was, mm. that shit was real. And then, yeah, the, I can't even remember what the guy said, but it was just like, it's, like putting, crack, it's like putting put a gun in, in your mouth. mouth. And pulling the trigger. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> These kids are putting cocaine in their mouth, spitting it directly out, but obviously not having too much of an effect of it. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, quite enjoyable. It was quite a busy cinema, really, for such a small cinema. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Sunday. And the wheelchair chick didn't show up, so maybe she was just browsing. Yeah, and at least, like, unlike in Scream 6, remember we had all those 12-ies sitting in there oh my on God, Snapchat half the time. The and I'm like, maybe they're here for Jenna Ortega. Like, I don't really know. Okay, Wednesday. But that was very confusing, where we had a more age-appropriate audience this time around and mm-hmm. no shenanigans. And there so. was a young lady to our oh, left. Oh, I pointed her out to me. you. Like, look at her, look at her. She was, like, hiding behind her hand and at other points turning away completely. She was really struggling with... The, the scene in the middle of the film where the Lone Ranger and that are getting attacked and uh, it's quite gory, quite bloody. Oh, that was funny. So, Hanging yeah, it was very enter- it was like very entertaining and like, ha, 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 hilarious. And also, oh, God, okay, we've done that. We've seen that. Um, so, yeah, like if you like your horrors and or your, your eccentric comedies, you could get into this. You just have to be aware of some of the gore that's going to come your way. <laughs> yeah, because there's, I mean, there's some seriously brutal ways people die, but yes. they're, for the most part, done in a comical way. Yeah, correct. Like that scene where three people with the ambulance, yep. the way that all played out. It's the out, one that comes to mind. kind of just kept going, you know, very <laughs> like, funny. Oh, when's this ending? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So, look, it was a very fun watch. Nice uh, way to finish a Sunday, finish the weekend. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. It's... Um, been out for a little while now and uh, if you can be, can be patient you know wait for it to uh, stream but yeah it's quite entertaining all right before we move on i Uh-oh. have a question for you okay the last of us Ooh. season one yeah out of 10 out of five give us a number <sighs> just one of the two you don't have to give me okay out of 10 yeah. eight so very much enjoy yeah it. very Sweet. quality especially like really honor the original content that's and what i liked about it next Scream. Scream. Eight. <laughs> nice. Yep. 
I, I'm the same. I think I gave it an eight, eight or a nine on IMDb. I don't know what I'm taking the two points away from, but it's not a ten out of ten film. Oh no, no, nah, but I, it's eight. It's because it's strong, and recency bias probably plays into it. And most recently, Cocaine Bear, the movie we just spoke about, seven, seven. Yeah, well done. You, uh, eight for Ooh. Last of Us, nine. For scream, shit, and let's go just to mix it up. So for an average of eight of all of them, a seven for cocaine bear. Hey. Recency biased. Nice. MJK, that does officially bring us to the end of season nine, not just episode 10, but season nine in general, which is very cool, very exciting. Um, we've still got plenty of things to discuss if we come back for a 10th season. Ooh, yeah. um, so we hope you've enjoyed the last 10 episodes and that if we return, you also return for some more, you know, automated uh Rock, paper, scissors for more MCU trivia, for more updates on the latest uh, film, TV, games, you name it. And we might bring back Pitch Please and some other stuff. Yeah, you never know. New segments, but we'll uh, see what happens. We'll see what happens and we'll be back in... Thank you for tuning in to Not Another Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter, Tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.